What is going on everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-host, KG, and I'm in the house. Today we're going to be talking about how to keep a young, fit body forever and how to avoid injury and decay. I know this is not a sexy talk, but it's a necessary talk because if you're like us, you want to be healthy, you want to be fit, you're doing this for the right reasons, you want to be able to do the things you love at an older age, you want that longevity, you want that ability. This episode is going to be centered around us, and I think this is something that isn't spoken of enough. And when it is, people will try to give you quick tips and tricks to avoid it with like one stretch or one movement. But these are going to be themes that are going to help you become way less injured, avoid a ton of injuries in your career, and really just operate from a healthier and better position. And of course, this is the Fit Healthy Happy Podcast. I'm going to kick this off with a quote because I think that's only appropriate. And the quote is, the old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. And once again, a little open-ended, you might be like, what the heck? The case in point is to have a deep understanding in what you're doing to avoid injury. So for me, one of the biggest things I think people should know are the most common injuries you could expect. The biggest one and actually one of the biggest things threatening elder populations today is decay, is muscular decay. As you get older, your body does begin to actually wither. That's why you'll see older people get a little bit shorter, they get lighter, they'll always say, I can't put on weight, I can't put on weight, I'm losing weight, I'm losing weight. They're losing muscle ability, they're becoming frail, and frailty is a huge problem. I just finished listening to Dr. Apedia, Dr. Peter Atia's book on longevity. It was like 20 something hours. It was very bland. It was good, but it was it was a hard listen. But I listened through these things so I can help impart this wisdom of some of the best minds for you guys. And this was a big problem. He spoke about this. And one of the easiest ways to avoid this is the core theme we preach is working out doing strength training so you can strengthen your muscles, have your ability, and that is going to actively help you avoid decay, help you avoid frailty. Lifting, we recently did a DEXA scan and I was actually in like the top 100th percentile, like it was like legitimately perfect for my bone density. It's not me bragging, it's because I've been lifting forever and that's also going to help your joints, it's going to strengthen your tendons, it's going to give you a really great base for strength that carries way past where you are now. And it's easy to say, I don't care about this. I'm 20, I feel amazing, I feel incredible. But as you become 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, time goes by quick. And I think you're kind of silly if you're not thinking ahead of this. And we mentioned before how health should always be at the epicenter of everything you do because you wanna be able to do this long-term. You wanna take care of yourself and it's hard to have that future thinking, but you absolutely should. So obviously one of the best things you can do, lift. The second biggest thing is nutritionally, make sure you're getting enough protein. That's gonna help you maintain muscle, put on muscle, grow, be strong, be healthy, be active. But these are things you already know. You're like, I didn't come here for this. This is a little bit obvious. So the next thing I would really say is know the big danger areas. The biggest danger areas are definitely shoulders and knees amongst other joints, as well as back pain. Those are typically the three things you'll get from people. Either they have a bad shoulder, they have a bad knee, or they have a bad back. And now this is a big, big ground to cover. There's a lot of content we could make around this, but we're gonna give you some general best practices on how to avoid this, how to stay injury free, and how to do this long-term. 
And now that we've established you should be eating well, you've been in the gym, what are some of the main things people can do, obviously, Kyle, the most obvious one, which is improving your form, what would you like to say about that for the gym? So this is where it's very interesting because strength training to me is like the number one greatest thing. However, where a lot of people struggle is they do start to strength train, they know that they need to, but then the issue is they end up constantly hurting themselves and constantly going down this rabbit hole where you're like, I know I need to be getting stronger. I know that shoulder press house makes my shoulder strong and then getting injured. So this is where a lot of people struggle. Now, when it comes to just proper form, you really need to dial this in because if you think about it, if you're just starting in the gym and for one year, if you're doing bad form, that's honestly not that long in the grand scheme of things but if you're doing it for 20 years for 30 years like compounded consistently the amount of reps that you're going to do let's say with a rounded back for deadlifts it could be thousands it could be hundreds of thousands depending on how many times you do deadlifts so i'm going to have to say to you there's a million tips i can give the first thing will be to watch all of our youtube videos down below you'll actually get a series of probably about 80 we may even have close to 90 even on our past utah trip we actually just filmed four of them which will help you stay injury free pain free get the most out of each exercise and the more that you study these the more that you look into it the better off you're going to be you know if we're giving you tips on a leg press on how to just succeed and not get injured and not to round your back and not to do too much weight like these things will help you just consistently stay fresh stay just in the gym for the long run so that way each week you're not thrown out your back each time you do a bench press you're not just throwing your arms around saying man my shoulders hurt like we want to avoid all this stuff so the more that you watch these videos the more that you film yourself the more you have an expert and that's something that we actually include in our coaching program is we actually have our clients send over their squat videos their deadlift videos like whatever they need more help with so that way we can say, hey, you're making this small chain, um, small mistake. You need to make this change. And honestly, like between that and just leaving your ego at the door, those two things alone, I truly believe can help so many people, especially when you're trying to be in the gym for as long as you can possibly live. So that way you have the fittest, healthiest and happiest body and life. And even I love how Josh always says, I want to squat till I'm 70. And I'm always thinking like, how can I get there comfortably where I can put a barbell on my back, where I can go nice and low. And these things, just having proper form, leaving my ego at the door, like those two alone will help you so much filming yourself having that extra support and i think this can definitely change if you do just implement these few small things yeah and what i want to say first and foremost is people get scared of lifting because they're like i don't want to get hurt i don't want to throw my back out but what you have to understand is the gym is like a simulation it's a simulation for you to use your body in the sense of strength to strengthen your muscles to do movements you're effectively picking stuff up, putting them down and paying to do it, but it's helping you build your body. Whereas you could build your body from lifting bricks and planning and doing different things. This is a great way for you to do it in a really even and balanced way. And that's where you'll see like certain laborers, maybe if they're always digging, they'll be really strong some areas and really unbalanced others. And we're very fortunate where we have the research, the machines, the ability, everything to really build an incredibly balanced and healthy body. So the gym is actually a very, very safe place. There's a very low chance of injury in the gym when things are done correct. I not can't even tell you the last time I've injured myself in the gym. I always injure myself outside of the gym and then it becomes evident within the gym. And if you are hurting yourself in the gym, chances are your form's horrible, you're not following best practices, or you're not bracing. So some quick tips I can give that will encompass 
99% of gym form is first and foremost, there's two parts of a rep. So there's a concentric portion and an eccentric portion. And that is just fancy talk for when you're actually contracting the muscle and when you're extending the muscle. So when you're doing this, whenever you're contracting and you're actually lifting the weight, that should be with power, that should be with force. That can be a little bit quicker. On that eccentric motion, you wanna slow it down. What this is gonna do, it's gonna rip more muscle fibers and it's gonna force you to work against gravity to control the weight. Because if you're using a ton of weight with no control, you're fighting gravity and that's putting your body in a compromised position where you can end up pulling and hurting yourself. So being aware of this and having a good concentric wrap maybe takes a second, even just spend two seconds on the eccentric rack and then come up, you're gonna save yourself a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort. The next thing I would recommend is always being aware of bracing and breathing and breathing behind the brace. This is gonna be hard to explain on a podcast, but in general, Breathing is pretty simple with lifting. Obviously, while you're curling, you're breathing out or while you're contracting rather. I just like using the example of a curl. So if you can see here on video, if you're video gang, what's up? But if I'm curling here, this is where I breathe out. When I'm doing my eccentric, when I'm lengthening that muscle, when I'm in that position of extension, that's when I'll breathe in, rinse and repeat. There are exceptions to this for like big compounds, I get that. But in general, this is gonna help. Breathing supplies blood oxygen that's going to keep your muscles healthy make sure you don't pop or feel horrible so good breathing is important and next is bracing your abs are very strong your abs your glutes this is how you can have a tight unit really have control and these are muscles that should be supporting you so when people say hey lift with your legs they're effectively telling you don't lift with your back because you have to consider your spine in particular so the issue with spines is it's all these little vertebrae that are just kind of connected by these little bursa and if you're actually using that to lift that is not as strong as a muscle that's why you want to use those muscles and that's why learning to brace your abs to breathe behind that brace and to really have your core you know that buzzword core have that buzzword core be at the center of everything and you do in the gym and if you do those things you will avoid so much injury it will be ridiculous even just using this practice when you're deadlifting go ahead brace from your abs get your back like actually brace back control your scrap and you're going to save yourself so much pain and then the last thing i would say is just be aware whenever you're lifting the second you absentmindedly lift you're doing some push downs and you go and you're looking at a girl and you're doing it and then your buddy comes over and punches you like that is a recipe for disaster be aware when you're lifting lift don't just half mind to do it don't just pick up the deadlift weight without warming up and bending down low, not bracing. Like you should be ultra aware and engaged because that's what the gym's for. Brace those abs, do the form correctly. Don't sloppily put down weights. Don't let the weight sack pull you down and cling because that's where you're gonna end up pulling things and causing yourself discomfort. Past that, obviously adequate warmups is gonna be your best friend. So just being in the gym, learning to warm up properly. We've spoken more on this in the past. In general, do some ballistic movements. You can go on a treadmill for a bit, get some blood flow. And then most importantly, do bigger bites into your working set. What that means is if I'm squatting 405 pounds, I'm not just gonna bro load up 405 pounds. I'm gonna do the bar, I'm gonna do some leg kicks, then I'm gonna go ahead and do a plate, then I'm gonna do two plates, three plates, maybe 375, then maybe 405, or 355, then 405. And once again, some people need more bites, some people need less bites, but these are your best practices to avoid that. And those are kind of my top gym tips. Even like if you're getting a lot of shoulder pain, analyze where that's coming from. That can be a case of overuse. And going into the next segment of this, I love the concept of you deserve your pain. 
If you're listening to this, it sounds horrible. You're like, this guy's mean. I don't like it, but bear with me. Right now, there's a chance something's bugging you. That is a genetic disposition for you. Maybe you're super tall and your knees hurt you a little bit, or you've just always had shoulder problem. You're always rubbing your shoulder. You got to ask yourself, I have this. What am I doing to counteract it? Am I actually doing research on it? Am I doing exercises for prehab? Am I doing rehab? Am I avoiding things or doing things improperly? Like you need to get out there and be aware of it. And especially if you know, if like your family, everyone has knee pain, like there are movements you can do to strengthen your knees, to build that support, to crack your form, to buy the right shoes. Like you actively need to put in work. You can't just wish pain away. And I think that's where people go wrong is they'll go, oh, my knees suck. I need to fix this. And they'll keep saying that till they're 50 and they blow out their knee. And there's a reason that's the most common knee surgery. Maybe you're overweight. Maybe you need to lose weight. And that's a harsh reality where you can reclaim like pain being something done to you to something you can fix. And maybe of course, for some people it'd be harder to fix, but there's always a cause of action. And I find this to be more freeing. And even me, whenever I have something, I work to heal it up, get it to the best it can be and turn a weakness to a strength. And if you're looking to do this long-term, that's how you can do it. And by doing this constantly and repeating this process, you're just gonna become fitter and healthier and it's gonna all come together and you'll be amazed at how much it continues to shape up. Very well said. It's funny because that was literally the thing that was on the top of my head because I feel like so many people go through this and like, honestly, if there is something that comes up and whatever it is, like maybe you pull your back doing something or the knee example is great because I can actually relate to that a lot. Whereas there was one time, I'm not sure if you remember where I was just, my knee was bothering me for the first time in my life. Like I've been a runner all my life. I've done everything. And it just randomly started to bother me. And I think this is where some people struggle is they'll just be like, oh, well, whatever. It is what it is. It was, it was bound to happen. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to dedicate time to learn, to implement. I started to incorporate a few things, change the training program a bit. Each day I started to add in some movements that I thought would be helpful. Boom, went away just like that. And so I'm not saying that will solve every problem that ever takes place, but it's such a great opportunity to then get ahead of the problem. And even there's a term called prehab, which is preventative rehab. So instead of waiting to the point where something happens, if you know that, you know, Josh mentioned shoulders, back, knees are super common for injuries. Why are we not getting ahead of it and starting to add in these different things that we know will help help us? As we said before, we know what we need to do. We just need to do it. So I think between that and even just listening to our body, like if you you just started working out in the gym it's very possible you don't really understand the possible the difference between uh, discomfort pain all that other stuff but if you've been doing it for a while if you're 20 years in 30 years in like the longer you get to it you'll be able to understand what's good for you what you should maybe stay away from for that day based off of this situation and you're able to navigate a little bit better and even just making sure that you're taking rest days seriously you're recovering properly like I think every person should have some sort of recovery protocol and that that will look different for each person. I'm not saying on rest days to sit there and do nothing, but if you do spend some time, whatever makes you feel best for some people, it's massages for some people, it's a massage chair. Like for some people, it's just doing your mobility on the weekend. There's so many different things you can add in that I think will help on top of the long-term strength training that will benefit you in the long run. And uh, that's all I have to say there for injury prevention and helping you stay in it for the long run. Yeah, I'm happy Kyle added like the rest, the sleep, like if you're going to the gym sleep deprived and you're already tired, like that's how you can cut corners and end up hurting yourself. Usually it's like that one position of laziness. So great example in high school, we had like a weight room 
And there was a teacher. He was D's. He looked amazing. Everyone was like, oh, this guy's so jacked. He actually slipped a disc, picking up a five-pound plate, cleaning it in the gym. And like to this day, that is stuck with me. Because one time he bent over. He didn't lift with his abs. He had his back in a compromised position and pop. Like immense pain, surgery needed. And that shouldn't scare you. You should just be aware to not do that. Just use best practices and you'll be fine. And like even when you think of like hypochondriacs and people that are constantly worried and they're too scared and they use this as a reason to not get in the gym you're going to make yourself worse by not being strong by being frail by not being able to move yourself you're going to end up in a way worse situation like one thing i always like to say to my clients is we're humans we break we heal and we rinse and repeat when you're a kid you've definitely gotten a scab you've definitely got a scratch and those are components of you learning growing and playing and you heal through it. Our body is incredible at healing, and that's where you shouldn't have fear at the epicenter of your journey. Instead, you should just really approach it from a position of intellect, like adequate caution. Like I lift super heavy. I've never had a major injury. Like I've squatted 585 pounds, deadlifted 600 plus pounds, benched 400 plus pounds. Like I've done these things that people be like, you're gonna be in pain, you're gonna destroy this and that. 10 years, I've never been healthier. I've never had less pain. And it takes work, it takes awareness, and take this approach out of the gym. The few times I have hurt myself, I remember because I've been lazy. I've picked up something like while well, I'm doing something outside lazily, and like, oh, shoot. But if anything, the gym braces you better for those motions and allows you to be healthier and better. And to the point of you deserve your pain, outside of the gym can often cause you a lot of that strain that's causing you pain in the gym. So like if you have bad shoulders, ask yourself why. Maybe you're sleeping on your side and that's screwing yourself up. It's gonna be annoying. You're gonna to have to learn to sleep on your back. That could rectify it. But like there's a trillion different examples of this and we don't wanna to get too into the weeds. Instead, we wanna give you themes to help you know how you can approach your journey to actually see more change. And the last thing I wanna to touch on today is to actually not leave your ego aside. When you need to rest, you need to rest. If you're horribly sick, use that time to heal, drink more water, get protein, get lots of sleep, let yourself heal. Plan your deloads. If you're an advanced lifter, it's important. Even me, like I like to be hoorah and push through it. And I heard an analogy recently that I liked, which is if your like car is on the gas warning tank, you're probably fine if you drive a little bit in the city. But if you're out like in the middle of nowhere and you have that warning light on, it could get real bad. You could completely run out and feel horrible. So you're playing with fire more. So like there's a time where it's appropriate to address, uh, like address something. And even for me, I've made a point to deload every two months. That's where I feel best. That's a whole nother topic. Taking rest days, it can be tempting to say, I wanna go seven days, I'm more intense than you. But these times of healing allow us not to be on our last limbs. If it's a horrible day, you didn't sleep, you feel like trash, you know it's gonna be a bad workout, you're already irritated, you're not present, you're not mindful, maybe get the sleep, make sure you could do that in the right sense, be prepared. If you feel really stiff and jacked up, take some more time to work out, use common sense. And like by constantly doing this, lifting, eating better, improving yourself, you are gonna become more injury free. Obviously having a coach is one of the best things you can do unlimited form checks, support, one-on-one -on -one guidance, form guides. You can have your coach, me and Kyle, will break down your form for you and make sure it's absolutely A1. Make sure you got the right gym equipment, make sure you got the guidance, make sure you got the food and the energy and the rest and recovery to support that journey. That would all be done for you by us. And if you're looking to take advantage of that and you wanna see better results faster, up to five times faster results guaranteed, 
go ahead and DM us on Instagram with the keyword injury free. That's how we'll know you came from this and we've got a special deal for you because we love that you're looking ahead. You wanna see change, you want progress. So once again, DM us injury free to at Colossus Fit on Instagram, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T.